Let me tell you a story about the world's most dangerous walking stick. It was thousands of years ago, and the people of Israel were enslaved to the Egyptians. God spoke to a man named Moses and told him to tell the Israelites that he would deliver them from slavery. But Moses had a question. Why would they believe me, God? He said he wanted to be able to prove that God had really told him these things. So God gave him three miraculous signs to validate his message. And here's where the dangerous walking stick enters the story. See, the first thing God told Moses to do was to throw his staff onto the ground. So Moses did, and when he threw his staff onto the ground, the staff turned into a snake, a dangerous snake. And so fearful was Moses that he ran and he hid. But God said, Moses, grab the snake by its tail. So Moses worked up the courage and grabbed the snake by its tail, and the snake turned back into his staff. And then God gave Moses a second sign, and he said, Moses, put your hand into your cloak. So Moses put his hand into his cloak, and when he took it out, it was white, it was leprous, it was diseased, it was sick, and he was probably terrified. And God said, Moses, put it back in your cloak. So he put it back in his cloak, and when he took it out again, it was made whole. And finally, God said that if the Israelites don't believe you after these two signs, then perform this last one. He told Moses to take water from the Nile River and pour it out onto the ground. And once it hit the ground, it would become blood. Now, these are some strange signs. A staff turning into a snake and then back into a staff, a hand becoming diseased and then whole again and river water becoming blood. What are these all about? These are pretty interesting choices God made. But they were intentional choices. These miracles were sending a message in themselves to the people of Israel. Both with the staff and Moses' hand, they became something fearful. The staff became a serpent, caused Moses to run away from it in fear of being bitten. And with the hand, Moses was most likely terrified when he saw that his hand was covered with disease. And, and not just any disease, but the worst disease known to man at the time, leprosy. Both of these signs, the first two, struck fear. But both were restored completely. The snake became a staff again once Moses obeyed and grabbed it. And his hand became whole again once he obeyed and placed it back in his cloak. See, through these signs, God is saying this to Israelites. He's saying, I am the God who judges, and I'm also the God who heals. I'm the God who brings about hardship, but I'm also the God who delivers and saves. The Israelites were not in slavery by accident. They were not facing extreme hardship from the Egyptians because God forgot about them. God always was working in their story. Just like it was God who told Moses to throw down the staff, God told Israel hundreds of years ago to go to Egypt. And just like the staff turned into a fearful snake, the Israelites' time in Egypt became an experience of fear and hardship. And while the staff was a snake, God told Moses to pick it up. And when Moses obeyed, the staff was restored. Well, God will do the same thing with the people of Israel. Even though at that time they were in a rotten and corrupted situation, just like the snake, if they obeyed God, they would be restored, just like the staff. When Moses obeyed God in the midst of his staff being corrupted, it was saved. If Israel obeyed God in the midst of the corruption that they faced in slavery, they too would be saved. And the message to people today is the same thing. We're all in the middle of a corrupted world, just like the snake was not what the staff was intended to be. The world and humanity is not what God intended us to be. We are living in a corrupted world and we ourselves are corrupted by sin. But if the staff can be saved, 
from its state of corruption, how much more can we be saved from our sinful corruption? If only we obey the commands of the gospel and believe, we can be saved. But that's only the first two signs that God gave Moses. Because God had a feeling that the Israelites would need one more sign to convince them. So he told Moses to take water from the Nile and pour it out on the ground. Once it hit the ground, it became blood. But there's one key difference to this sign. There's no restoration. Once the water became blood, it was to remain blood. The first two miracles had vivid messages of restoration and salvation, but not this final one. The Nile water that became blood would not turn back into Nile water. There is coming a day for each of us when there will be no more second chances. Our one-way ticket will be booked and there will be no refund. Our free trial will be over. See, the Bible says in Hebrews 9.27, People are destined to die once, then face the judgment. When we die, there will be no more do-overs. The book of our life will be sealed and we will be judged. If the Israelites did not listen to the promises of restoration from the first two signs, then there only remained a promise of irreversible judgment, symbolized by the water turning into blood. They would not enjoy the miracle of restoration and salvation that God had promised. The same is true for us today. If we neglect the wonderful promises of salvation in the gospel, then our one-way ticket is booked and there's no refund. If we keep putting off belief, then eventually we will die and it will be too late. The Israelites heard that message of warning with the last sign and they decided to believe. They put their trust in God and were delivered and saved. What will your response be?